Hi guys, and welcome back. This is the sixth episode of my podcast, and this is Lenny. So, we were telling the story of Cinderella. So this is part two of the story of Cinderella. So we're going to do a quick recap before we begin. So, where last we left, Cinderella was trying to figure out a way to sneak into the prince's ball. Right? The ball being held by the prince so that he could find a wife. To which she was technically invited to. But, obviously, her stepmother and steps sisters who are pretty evil, except, well, there's one step sister who is nice. They do not want her to go to the ball. So, um, let's get back to her and see, see what she does. Okay. And back to you, Cindy. Okay. Cinderella still hadn't figured out a way to sneak into the prince's ball. She had tried talking to the step to her stepmother and being like, if I finish all my chores, can I go to the ball? And her stepmother said, you finish all your chores because I tell you to. You do not do it for privileges. And then she had said, no, you're not going to the ball because my daughters are going to the ball and one of them is going to marry the prince. And you're just going to be a distraction from that. Cinderella didn't really know how she would gonna be a distraction if she sat at the bottom of the stairs just looking back into the ballroom and watching everybody dance. She didn't know how to dance because her mother had never taught her and her father had never taught her. So. Now, she was cleaning, scrubbing the floor in her house and still begging her stepmother to let her go to the ball. Her stepmother seemed amused, and she she took a pail full of grain of seeds, and she threw the seeds into the fireplace, and she said, well, the, there was no fire, by the way, um, and she said, if you can pick up all these seeds by the time we get back and put them back into the pot, then... I will let you go to the ball. And then she left. Now there were a lot of seeds. So she realized that she could not pick them up on her own. So she started to sing. So you might think that singing in a time of need is a pretty weird thing to do when you're trying to pick up a bunch of seeds. Cause like, obviously that's wasting time, right? And it's kind of weird to do that at such a random time. But there's something about Cinderella that I have not told you yet, okay? Remember in the last episode when I told you that there was a time where she hardly came out at all and she was like, until she was seven, she was like basically never came out of the house? Well, she also did something in that time I forgot to mention. When her mother died, it seemed to have triggered something in her. And she discovered she was magical. She had the ability to call and talk to animals and the animals listened to her. Like if she was like, do my chores, then the animals in like in the animals languages, they'd be like, okay, in their animal languages. And then they'd like do her chores. So how she called them was she sang. And in that time, that she was not coming out of the house. She was just learning how to control her powers because obviously she was pretty scared. So she actually never told anyone, not even her father. And she was kept saying, I'm going to tell my father eventually, but then he died, so she didn't get a chance to. 
and she didn't know when her mother was alive, so she couldn't tell her mother. So, anyway, right now she was singing, and a bunch of birds started circling over her house, and then they all flew, like, in a single file line down her chimney and into the room. So, luckily, no one was staring up at the top of this huge mansion that they lived in at the time. So, they did not see the birds doing this in the air. They probably thought they were just, like, flying or something. I don't know. But, um, so, she said to the birds, in their bird language, obviously, because they could not understand in English, she said, Please take, take all the seeds and put them into the pot. Like, pick through the ashes and put all the seeds in the pot. And the birds obeyed, and they picked, 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 picked through the ashes and put all of the seeds in the pot by the time that the stepmother and the stepsisters came back. And then she told the birds, as she heard the stepmother and stepsisters calling for her to come out to the, to the front gate, she said, Go, go fly away. Go back to your trees and wherever you came from, and the birds flew back up the chimney in that single file line and flew back into the sky. And again, no one noticed, which was pretty weird not to notice, a bunch of birds going in and out through somebody's chimney, especially if it was like a giant mansion like that, right? So then Cinder came out to the front steps and saw that, that her stepmother and stepsisters were about to leave. One second, she said, and she went and she grabbed the basket of seeds and she and she showed them to her stepmother. She said, you said that if I could collect all those seeds, then I, then I was, then I could go to the ball. And the stepmother said, we don't have time for that now. Look at you. You're dressed in rags. You have dirt on your face and it doesn't look like you've brushed your hair in at least three days. The, you'll be an embarrassment to us if you come to the ball. The people at the the people at the palace gates will probably not even let you in. There's no point to it. Plus, we don't have enough space in the carriage. And then she rode off. Cinderella was heartbroken. She just called a bunch of birds, had them pick through the ashes of a fireplace, and put seeds into a pot. Within the space of two hours, she literally used magical powers to do this, and now she didn't even get to go to the ball. She was pretty disappointed. So she started crying, and she didn't even bother with starting with her chores. She thought that if she wasn't allowed to go to the ball, then why should they come home to a clean house? But she knew that that logic was not going to work with her stepmother, who was very strict and would probably yell at her, probably hit her if she didn't finish the chores. So, then all of a sudden she looked up and saw sparkles floating in the air. And all of a sudden, a fairy, what looked like a fairy, was standing in front of her. What it was, was a beautiful woman. Beautiful. She had long ghostly white hair that went all the way down, all the way down her back. And she had beautiful crystal wings with with crystal wingtips. So she had crystal wings and she was wearing a long silk gown. And she was, she was very, very beautiful. And she had blue eyes and she had red lips and she was, she was very kind looking. She looked, she had like a, an aura around her that was very kind. 
So then she said to her, she said to Cinder, Amber, you can't don't no don't be sad. Don't be sad. I'm your fairy godmother. I'm here to help you. And Cinderella said, What? That is a plot twist. And fairy godmother laughed because this was a pretty funny joke, the way she said it in a sarcastic tone. So then fairy godmother said, I know you want to go to the ball, so I'm going to help you. And with a wave of her wand, all of a sudden, Cinderella's torn rags turned into a beautiful, beautiful turquoise and and turquoise and like pearly white gown that flowed down her. And then she snapped her fingers and Cinderella's scuffed up face with a lot of dirt on it and ashes on it became clean and she there was even earrings and she had and her hair was in a very very nice hairstyle it was beautifully brushed it was in a it was in a bun but the bun wasn't tight and there was even like a little tiara on her it looked like it was made of crystal with little with little diamonds like beads on it and she said you're going to that ball and then Cinderella was so shocked, but one question came to her mind, and she said, how am I supposed to get there? If I walked for those miles, it would take me hours before I got there, and then the ball would be over. And the fairy godmother said, fear not. So they had a garden in front of their house, and she there were, there were vegetables growing, so growing in fruits too so she pointed at a pumpkin and all of a sudden it became a carriage and the carriage still resembled a pumpkin like it was orange and it had like green at the edges of it but it wasn't an actual pumpkin and it was a carriage so turning a pumpkin into a carriage it's pretty impressive and cinderella was pretty impressed but she still had another question and who will drive me there She waved her wand at a couple mice that were scurrying around in the garden looking for the fruits and vegetables. And all of a sudden, there were coachmen, footmen, and and horses. And then she said, well done, well done. She was kind of, she was clapping for herself. Well done, well done. And um, she said, now you can go to the ball. And Cinderella said, yeah, but what about when I need to leave? How am I supposed to hide a giant pumpkin carriage, footman, and a coat and coachman, and ho- two horses? That's I can't. And also this outfit. Like, how am I supposed to change this outfit out of this outfit? This dress is pretty tight. I think it's gonna be hard to take off. And the fairy godmother said, "Don't worry. At midnight, everything." All the magic around you will dissolve and turn into what it once was. You do not have to worry. And Cinderella said, okay, but are you sure that like the mice know the the route to the castle and back? Like they're mice. And she said, don't worry, mice have a very good sense of direction. They will get you there in no time. Plus, I know of your ability. I know that you will be able to talk to them and tell them where you're going. Um, okay, thanks, uh, magic fairy lady. The fairy godmother, the fairy godmother corrected her. And then with a wave of her wand, she was gone. 
and Cinderella was off to the palace for the ball. Tune in next time for the next episode of this podcast, where we take part three of Cinderella. Okay, bye, y'all.